TV and just come outside. We're gonna take you on a beautiful ride. The Fling Show. 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 Hey girl. Hey, girl. hey Meredith. How are you? Good, good, Doing good. good. Oh, 
so exciting to watch all this weekend. Yeah. Sorry, Christy, I'm, I'm, they're working me out right now. Anyways, um, welcome on to the show tonight. We're so excited to talk to you. And I know that we have a, um, a big guest tonight as well. So that um, if you'd like to share with us all. Yeah, definitely. So um, we're playing the Sugarland Showdown this weekend. And I'm very excited to bring on to the show tonight the FPO champion of that event. She is my gorilla disc golf and team ground bound teammate. The one and the only Miss Lisa Fakus. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Chrissy. How are you? Hey, guys. Good. Hey, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, hopping on with us. We appreciate it. And uh, yep. ready Good to, to be here. Um, yeah, ask you a couple of questions. So hey, first Lisa. and foremost, um, congrats yep. on your win on Saturday. That was awesome. Um, thank you. Tell us a little bit about that day. It was crazy windy. Hey, real, yep. for, real quick, Lisa, will you turn your phone yeah. I got it. You want me to turn it up and down? No, we oh, got yeah. it. We got oh, it. Never mind. We got it. Oh, we Thank do. you. Yeah. Okay. We got it. All right. You guys are the best. Right. Sorry, Christy. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you're good. So, yeah, we played the Sugar Bun Showdown on Saturday, and it was an awesome event. The win was crazy. We, we started the round at 11.08 and uh, late afternoon or late morning, sorry, but the wind was like 20 miles an hour. It was like some of the heaviest wind I've ever played in. So it was yeah. insane because there was a ton of OB, um, and the yeah. baskets were not the most friendly at catching. So you <laughs> yeah. had to like be really touchy around the basket and the tee box even. Mm -hmm. yeah definitely mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. there was we were lucky to have lucky ace discs out there doing some post-production video coverage for us so mm -hmm. um a, a little bit down the line you guys will definitely get the opportunity to see what lisa's talking about um with the baskets being touchy because i've never seen so many spit outs in one tournament in my entire life so that was crazy <laughs> um so yeah tell us i guess a little bit what? about <laughs> what you've been up to um this off season how you've been training and all that stuff. Um, yeah, just trying to watch my diet and make sure I'm getting a good amount of exercise. I know that sounds pretty like normal, but just make sure I'm like moving every day, getting sunshine and doing a lot of putting as much as I can. Um, try to, um, get in a lot of repetition on the putting green and, um, just, yeah, kind of, try to keep up daily if I can or every other day and just make sure I'm getting a lot of practice in. Um, yeah. but beyond that, just, you know, just trying to stay fit. Awesome. Hey, me, Meredith, you guys got any questions for Lisa? <laughs> I do. Um, I was wondering about, uh, first of all, um, it's great to be on, considered to be on the same team as you. Uh, I really appreciate it. And it's good to have this opportunity to, to ask you a couple of questions. Um, about the uh, Gorilla custom designs and the custom artwork, um, is there anything that you're doing custom-wise um, that you'd like to promote? Or you can talk about that later, but I was just interested in the new plastic that has come out, the in-color designs. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, there's some really cool in-color artwork that we're actually doing a series of, and this is the second of that series. And um, yeah, so that hasn't dropped yet. It's going to drop soon on the Gorilla Disc Golf website. 
which hasn't launched just yet. So look out for that in the next um, several weeks to a month or so. Um, and mm -hmm. my discs will be for sale on that website. And um, those are going to come in three different molds in the full color version, um, a Rock 3, a Strike, and a Destroyer. So um, beautiful discs. Um, Skeet did that up for us and uh, couldn't be happier, you know, with, with the detail and the, the gorgeous color. It really pops. I love it. I love it. I, Thank I'll, you. I, I had a little preview of it um, and how exciting it was. But I, I have to yeah. be honest, I want to take it back to the Sugarland. Um, I, <laughs> I thought at first I'd be so sad I didn't get to play it, but it was so thrilling to watch it from my phone at work, <laughs> watch y'all's live scoring. <laughs> was there a particular disc that you stayed so consistent with? Because I saw you pretty much say the same um, and I was really impressed. So was it like a specific disc? Yeah, I was leaning on a couple discs, um, both in the Halo variety, which added a little bit of stability, which I definitely needed all of that in the headwind or I feel like, you know, just headwind every direction. But just, mm -hmm. just to fight the wind, I was throwing Halo Race and a Halo Savant, um, both max weight. And I felt like I can really trust those flights in the headwind. Um, and with all the OB out there, um, I really wanted my disc to stay true to its flight. So I was, I was definitely throwing those over and over again. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. Having had a chance to play in Sugarland, what, what, how would you describe the course and what were the baskets you guys were putting on? Um, Chrissy, do you know the name of those baskets? I, I can't remember I, like what they're called. I honestly don't know um, the okay. name of them, but they're kind of like those, um, just like those kind of cheap, like cheapy baskets that you would find like at a like city park that out of note, like out of the blue, you know, like from, like really from know the nineties, it's kind of like old. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah. I, I'm not, I forgot like kind of what that basket style is called. So I don't want to like call it the wrong thing. Mock, um, yeah. Mock five. Uh, now I think there's only 10 or 12 baskets that are actually out there and they add on to 21. Yeah. So I'm not, if I, I think 10, I'm, uh, 10 is permanent but as for the course goes it's got a lot of character really fun yes. course i i've only played the tournament layout so it's actually quite different in the original layout i believe but lots of string lots of like um well lots of ob to deal with but beyond that the holes are generally around 300 give or take maybe a little under so a lot of birdie holes it's a 21 mm -hmm. hole layout um and a lot of fun holes i like I said, a lot of character, just kind of a few island holes. Um, yes. But yeah, some ace runs even. So so a lot of fun stuff out there. There's a few holes even where you can uh, really unload and uh, yeah, throw off kind of a high high rise area and a little bit of elevation to deal with. And it's pretty fun. I enjoyed it. That's awesome. It definitely plays through like a softball field complex. And so they utilized like the dugouts <laughs> and um, even the outfields as, you know, OB obstacles and tunnel shots. And yeah, it was wild. There was definitely some uh, unique holes out there. And then we got to hole 19 in the second round um, where we had a five card backup. <laughs> that was nuts. That was rough. Yeah, that was a uh, that we we were still the MP40 guys were still teeing off um when we walked up so we basically got to watch the entire mpo division tee off so it was uh it was quite a long wait 
Um, so Lisa, how's your 2021 schedule shaping up? Uh, are you going to be pretty much all over the place this year? Definitely an exciting year to be on tour. Just excited to hit up the big events again, kind of like all the pro tour events, um, the national tour events, the majors, things like that. Um, I'm basically going to be on that kind of a tour. Um, so starting in Vegas, basically for the big one, but I do have Victoria coming up next weekend. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited about that in Texas, but yeah, of course, Vegas, Waco and the Texas swing coming up. Um, and then, uh, the Midwest and back out to the West coast after that. So yeah, the tour is here just around the corner and I, I'm super yeah. excited. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm just like, I don't know, giddy, trying to get ready, you know, just like, yeah, just like no, else. I know after, <laughs> after last year and all the coronavirus stuff, putting everything on hold, I know that um, we're all chomping at the bits to get back to some sense of normalcy on the pro on the, you know, on the pro circuit this year, for sure. So I'm excited yeah. to be joining you for some of those tournaments. And I can't wait. Um, Hemi, Meredith, you got any other questions? I have one more, but I'm going to save it. Um, yeah, just real quick. I mean, um, you know, you said everybody's kind of jumping into it i know a lot of people from not within the pdga and you know just people from everywhere are dropping in to the sport do you do you like doing those uh workshops those uh teaching moments is that and that's something that i've seen that you're really active in so it's just mm -hmm. kind of curious I, I definitely, if, if, if people want to listen to what I have to say, I definitely enjoy um, giving my advice on, on topics and, and teaching, especially about putting, but um, I've been playing long enough where I even have some good backhand uh, tips and things like that. Um, but yeah, I enjoy uh, helping and coaching newer players, but especially one-on-one -on -one. Um, in like a big clinic setting, you don't get that intimate uh is uh easily with everyone but um but yeah i enjoy the one-on-one -on -one kind of like coaching if people have like questions and things like that yeah it's a gift it's definitely a gift not everybody can be a great teacher so it's good that you're out there thanks for doing that thank you no problem yeah of course anytime you have you have any more any more of those scheduled for our our area um Postal class yeah i mean like i actually have a little bit of a um, I mean, nothing in the Houston area is, is but um, besides that, um, next week on Tuesday, I'm doing a little clinic in Austin um, at Zilker Park. We're having like a another little fundraiser day out there on a flex start. So that's coming up and um, a little bit of a putting clinic in, in the evening as well. So I'm looking forward to that in, in the Austin, Texas area on uh, Tuesday of next week. That's awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Love it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> my last question for you, um, well, I guess two more questions, but my first question is, is, um, is, is Sox going to be traveling with you this year? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I, I forgot to bring her. She's, uh, she's hanging out inside, but I'm in my van right now, but yeah, Sox is, uh, she can't wait to get back on tour. That's awesome. You guys look yeah. like y'all had so much fun traveling together. And I bet it was like awesome for you to just, you know, have that like constant companionship. I know that that's definitely like a bonus to have on tour, even though you're in the form yep. of an animal. Sometimes that's better than having another human, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's a new responsibility being a cat mom on the road, but uh, I embraced it and I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we grew closer and uh, she's, she saw things she would have never seen before. And it was pretty cool to see her get her feet wet 
quit and uh, experience new things. And it seems like she really had a liking towards it and kind of like made her more spunky and seems like young at heart again. So I'm, I'm happy for her. Well, I know that me, you know, I for one and everybody that I talk to on social media love to see uh, the pictures and the videos of Socks going on tour with you. So definitely keep that up this year because we love it. Um, So, yeah, before we hop off, just give you the opportunity to shout out any sponsors or any last minute tidbits that you want to add in. Yeah, of course. Got to start with Innova Champion Disc. I mean, my big sponsor there. Thank you, Innova. My tour series disc. Uh, 2021 it just dropped like right before this interview so go check that out uh there should be some still for sale on the innova factory website um so that's really exciting uh it's a star strike and the 165 the 169 gram um category so yeah it's one of my favorite distance drivers so check that out thank you innova Uh, i got pound um on my back again uh they're awesome supporters check out pound disc golf packs, uh, Groundbound. They've been with me uh, out of Texas. Awesome knee pads. Uh, I've got Throw Pink. Um, Thank you for your support. Um, Also, uh, Tree Love uh, out of Dallas. They're awesome. I'm going to have some custom Tree Love items coming out. Um, Another Tree Love hat. Not this one, but something else similar um, coming out this year. Um, Maybe some shirts as well. And Gorilla Disc Golf, thank you. Uh, awesome sponsors just had that great fundraiser event in Houston uh, just a couple days ago um, so yeah Flight Tal is my last sponsor uh, out of Portland and they're awesome so check them out flighttowel.com one T in the middle um, great towels so yeah thank you to all my nice. sponsors can't wait to be out on tour for 2021 it's going to be a great season awesome well thank you so much we appreciate your time and uh, hope we can catch up with you again soon. Bye, Lisa. Bye, Lisa. Thanks, thanks for thanks having me. For Bye. Bye. Thanks. Wow. That was incredible again. Why we are so lucky to have such a group of beautiful lady players. It's amazing. Thank you all so much for y'all, what y'all have done. And thank Lisa for coming on as well. Uh, quite incredible. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Um, so now we get to move on a little bit into the show. And before we get to our next guest, there's a little thing that uh, Hemi's been doing, which I'm pretty excited about. It's the card that he wants to get uh, put out, which is kind of gives uh, everyone an idea of what disc golf is about, how things go about with disc golf, and some of the etiquette that you use while you're playing. And I know we've talked about this before. I'm going to make it real quick and short. I learned something this yesterday that uh, I need to pass on. And I'm, I'm always one to harp on, and we kind of talk about how other people's emotions and how they play tend to affect the group. And sometimes when you play with somebody, sometimes who gets extremely agitated or mad, it can affect the group in which you play in. Well, yesterday, yesterday I learned a hard lesson. I learned it a strange way. I played around, and for every player who plays anything that you know that you're playing a league round, a sanction round, a term round, any round, it's your responsibility to know what? It's your responsibility to know the, the, the layout, the time you're supposed to be there, the tee, tee, where you're supposed to tee off at, etc. right? Those right. things are your responsibility. Well, yesterday I ended up playing a, a, a round with you know, friends, right? But it's still a league round. And I teed off on a hole thinking that, hey, this is where we're shooting. And after everybody shot, I thought still that that's where we're shooting. So I shot. Then the second shot I threw 
happened to land right next to the basket and everyone in the car didn't realize that I did not realize that that was not the basket we were shooting at. And I got mad inside. I didn't say anything, but you know me. I kind of just shut off and got mad and it was internalized and I could just feel myself about to explode. And it lasted a hole. It lasted throughout that hole. And it even lasted into the next hole. But then I remembered something that you and I had talked about. And I can't sit there and say that if I have a problem with somebody playing mad and affecting the group, then I cannot do the exact same thing. Especially once I realized that while they were very apologetic for not saying, hey, that's the wrong hole, dummy, you know, they, which they did. They we were very nice to say that. But it, I realized it wasn't their responsibility in the end. And my madness affected them. And I was mad at the wrong person. I should have been mad at myself. And so I realized two holes, you know, two holes after, one hole after, that it was my fault. And I hopefully tried to get out of that, that funk and I hopefully got the guys that I was playing with out of that funk mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, I just learned a, a tough lesson a lesson. So I want to uh, apologize to Sloth, uh, Matt buddy and um rob you know you gotta preach what you uh, practice you gotta practice what you preach and uh it's a it's a tough lesson but for everybody out there just remember it's not your car's responsibility it's your responsibility don't get mad at them even though at that time i did uh it's a lot it's a hard lesson learned Mm -hmm. but on to more positive things because that's my little thing of kind of just clearing my soul in a little bit and cleansing a little bit because I felt so bad afterwards because, like I said, you affect other people's rounds. And I may have affected the way that they played for the rest of the round because they felt bad about it. So, you know, it's a, it's a lesson learned on my side. So, mm-hmm. I would have shot 10 down otherwise. Yeah, it, it was my fault that Matt lost. Yeah, Matt, so um, so I, do, I do apologize, though. I, I seriously do. But anyway, on to fun things. But now, as I thought that we were going down south, which I thought that's where Brazil was. Unfortunately, we're not. Brazil, Canada is is the next destination, which is oh, even is stranger. Is that how this works? We're in, in Canada now? <laughs> well, anyway, though, Hemi, who we got this evening? What's going on for our second part of the show? I can't wait. It's international. Woohoo! That's right. Okay. All the way down south in, in uh, Canada. Yeah, Canada somewhere. <laughs> we have Adriani, Adriano Medola, and uh, Cristiani's going to bring him on. Uh, we uh, met, we her, met last, her last uh, last weekend chasing her parrot Pele, <laughs> and, uh, and and just hit it off. Had a good time, and we did the interview, and we got you know a part of the show that week, and it was really fun. But we talked about you know actually helping out and trying to figure out how we can get disc golf going in Brazil, and uh, it's a big place, so. Um, just it, knowing that and then knowing her heart for uh, teaching. And I know she has, she teaches a uh, uh, health and uh, dance, I think in mm-hmm. a fitness class. Thai, Thai boxing. And, <laughs> and uh, anyway, so we wanted to bring her back on and, and talk about it. And then she said she had this friend, uh, Adriano, who is uh, doing some big stuff uh, down South. Mm-hmm. So in Brazil, in Brazil. So welcome to the show. Yes. Welcome. Uh, Christiani. Thank, thank you. Yeah, Very thank nice seeing you guys again. Long time. <laughs> <laughs> this time, at least, I'm not chasing a bird in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Right. And we, we understand he's he's sleeping, so he can't be with you. So we're not going to be as interesting as we could be. <laughs> but anyway, it's good that he's getting his, his beauty rest. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it, it's amazing. Like I, I keep telling my wife the story and, and hopefully it came across a little bit in that earlier video. It's just amazing how we met. Sometimes things like that just happen for a reason. And one thing that yeah. uh, I know that him may express to you when we spoken to you at that clinic was, is that our love for the disc golf community, our love to grow the sport, to make people famous in disc golf, to help out as much as possible. And we really liked what you were saying about growing the sport. Not only were we intrigued, the fact that you teach a group of 70 year old ladies who you have your own disc golf group with to go out and play uh, on a weekly basis, along with uh, the teaching, the Thai boxing, you know, those things that you give your time and effort to people to help grow the sport. And then you interjected that thing about that, uh, while Brazil is much larger than the state of Texas, you still only had very few courses there. So a goal of yours and a passion of yours was to build the sport. And that's something that we are really about here at the Fling Show. So if you might kind of let us in, let our viewers in about what it is that you're, you're really looking to do moving forward. So um, I match Adriano. You guys say Adriano, we say Adriano. <laughs> I met him. I can't say either. So Adriano, right. <laughs> I met him online, and he's been doing so much things to Brazil. Uh, like I say, one we say uma durinha não faz verão. I don't know how you guys translate to that. It's like one bird can make the summer. So, <laughs> so he he's doing an amazing job. But I think if we can help, would be very appreciated because he has, I, I don't even know how much he has done to Brazil, but like he, when I started, even my family, my friends, they're like, how do you play this? I was gonna send my dog there so they can catch the discs. I was like, no, that's not how you play. <laughs> so I don't think there's so many, too many people. We have a WhatsApp group that is a Brazilian WhatsApp group. And we have about 30 people, 25 maybe Brazilians in the group. And I think that's how the people that play this golf in Brazil that knows about this golf. And probably Adriano is the one that taught them and then showed to them what this golf is. Uh, in my side, I, I said, I wanna go to Brazil and help to grow the sport there. But I have to start my community first. So what I did, I love to teach. And, and like Hemi said, I have, I'm kind of like a guru for the ladies. <laughs> so I take it. Yeah, those feel the beans. So I ask, they ask me, how do you play this golf? Can you teach us? So I took a group of seven ladies to the course and, uh, some stick with, so we have five ladies right now that really stick with. Some they come sometimes, they don't other times, but they love it because it's not like a very strain, strain how do you say strenuous sport? Yeah. Yes. And they can walk. They say, oh, I'm walking a lot. I have my watch. I have some too that counts how many steps you did, how many miles you walked. And they're like, I have been walk like a mile now. And I didn't even feel that I'm walking. So we are, we are doing a good job. It's just like when it's cold, like right now it's a little bit cold and they don't like too much the cold weather. And I, I think... 
<laughs> I think in the spring you will, will grow even more here. And I feel if I grow in my community, I'll be able to do something in Brazil too, because I'm a beginner too, so I can't teach what I don't know. I know like the very basic, <laughs> but I Adriano is like the, a representative, a Brazilian representative. He already played international disc golf. So I think you can you can talk to him about and see what's his mind on. <laughs> yeah, well, well, my question is, how did you discover disc golf? Well, welcome to the show. Yeah, first yeah, welcome. welcome. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for coming. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm well, on already, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah you're, 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 you're on the whole time anyway, just so you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry we cut you out. I, I was just curious how you got your start. How did you discover disc golf mm -hmm. in Brazil? Is that uh, where you... I was, uh, I was in Canada when I discovered the disc golf here, and uh, I was just having some friends over in my house, and we were playing some video games, and the guy was like, hey... We played that here, you know, in the park. Let, let's let's take you guys there, and we went there, and it was super fun. And I was hooked in the first in the first throw, you know. It was a really fun sport. Mm -hmm. I I was playing soccer in in Vancouver, and uh, it is really hard, you know. Soccer, you need a lot of people to play, and uh, disc golf really got me because you can just go with a couple friends and have fun in the park so i was really i really liked about it well give us an idea of what the what the uh, what disc golf is at its stage right now in brazil if you had to kind of give us a, a, an idea of what is going on there currently how many courses stores that sell the disc players maybe uh there's no stores unfortunately i bring discs from canada and uh, I was able to, to get a good deal with this Canadian company called Daredevil Discs. I don't know if you guys ever heard about it. I'm not Daredevil. Have you heard of it? Yeah, it's a Canadian disc golf company. They do really good discs, actually, but they are, they, they're not very good advertising, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but they, yeah, yeah, they're right. Well, I had that I logo. I saw that logo. I didn't know that. I, I, I kind of pulled that from your photos and put that in the montage, that logo. I thought that was just a thing for your tournaments. No, though, that is the association logo, the Disc of Brazil. Oh, this cool. is our... Okay. Yeah. Very nice. I know. So we were able to get discs at $10 so I can bring here and get Brazilians some affordable discs because... Uh, currently, the dollar is very expensive for Brazilians, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, it becomes a really hard to get discs here and for regular people to buy some piece of plastic. It's actually Jeez. not worth it. Well, I think that we can <laughs> solve that issue fairly quickly here. That's not a problem. I think we can get a we can get boxes of discs. <laughs> to get sent to you. I mean, just to get people started, I can tell you right now, people that are watching the show will be happy to do that. And if it's all paying freight, I think we might be able to do something. Like that. It's just, it just getting you to put people's hands on this. Yeah, that, that helps like, for sure. But the freight is the, what is so expensive. Sometimes like it's more expensive than you buy a box of discs. Uh -oh. 
Yeah, I the freight is freight is more expensive. Yeah, right, right. But it's got to start somewhere. I mean, yeah, just start somewhere. Be, that cannot be the reason why you don't have discs. I yeah. mean, there are plenty of other options that we could. You know, we, we got to try. I mean, at the end of the mm -hmm. day, it's about the effort. You can't. It's not about the mountain that you got to climb. It's just that you got to start climbing at some time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah and I, I discovered I discovered disc golf yeah. about ten years yeah. ago, and okay. uh, every time I would come back to to Brazil, like every year or so, I would bring a lot of donation discs that I'd get from our club in Vancouver, which really helped uh, the, the, the project a lot. You know, we brought hundreds of discs, uh, oh, donated great. discs, and that's how we get it affordable because I could actually bring it in my luggage. <laughs> Hand delivered. It really helps. And, there's other companies in Canada too called Ace Runners, who actually helped too with new discs. And we, we go with that, you know, but to to get it to send from there to Brazil, then it becomes a little harder. And when it gets here, they sometimes they get taxed on top of it too, which is not very fair. Is it because they think that you're going to be selling it? But what if it yes. was a gift, something that was just being given? Yeah, they, if it's brand new, they think we're going to sell it. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. Gotcha. It. So were you involved in the design of this course? Um, and yes. and what, how, did you, how did you obtain the baskets for that? That must have been expensive. Uh, so when I, when I started, I... I I couldn't find anything about this golf in Brazil. So I started uh, making this Facebook group, you know, the, the page. So I got people coming and asking about it. And then I found, I found out the PGGA had grants for it, the Marco Polo program. So we have these people that are, hey, we have this great place here. And uh, can you help us building some baskets so i talked to pdga i made i made all the, the the thing for the marco polo and pdga was able to give us the grant and we were able to pay the baskets and, sweet uh, awesome what, what kind yeah, of basket really did, nice. did you get they gave us three thousand dollars to make the baskets okay so they were made in brazil the baskets they were made in Brazil. Yes. Are those some of the pictures that you have? Uh, you've got some pictures of baskets in your in your portfolio of photos. Are, are some of those uh, the, those the baskets that you're speaking to? Uh, yeah, I have uh, I have many pictures from all over. Oh yeah, you've got lots of pictures. There's definitely pictures <laughs> from our baskets there. Both of y'all have lots of pictures. Trust me, I was going back and I was like, God, y'all look like you're nine years ago or something. Like too young. But yeah, the baskets are not PDGA approved, but we are able to do C-tier tournaments on them. Okay. Now, how about the land? How did y'all uh, come to being able to use the property for these this courses? Of course. Uh, it's called, uh, it's gated community, basically. So it's a huge piece of land with many houses on it. It's about uh, 800 houses. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's two big parks. And we talked to the managing group of the 
gated community and we were able to figure out where to put the baskets. There are some places on the park where we can't touch it because of the, the reservation and forest. The wildlife and plants. Yes. And, yeah, right. But the park is beautiful and uh, it's a really nice course. I think everybody should, should come yeah. here and play this gem. Well, you've already talked to us that we're there. We just need a place to stay. We're there to go. We can come. <laughs> well, that's no problem, too. Yeah, it's no problem. <laughs> well, so Adriano, uh, Adriano created uh, Brazil, uh, Disc Golf Brazil Association, too. And he has a, we have a website. And he, like I said, he's like a one-band man. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the website? So we can put that up later on in the uh, for the show. Yes, it's discgolfbrazil.org and Brazil with S. Right. In English is Z. Z. My wife. Z, my yeah. wife was looking at me when I spelled it. She goes, "Are you sure that's not spelled with a Z?" And I go, first <laughs> and foremost, I'm looking at two Brazilians' web pages, and it says S on there. Yeah, in Brazil, really, really know how to spell it. It's confirmed. <laughs> exactly. So I, yeah, I made sure of that. I'm really terrible at speaking and spelling, so I have to be careful. But anyway, I, that is so impressive what you've done. Incredible there. She said that um, when we first talked to Christiani, they said that you there was two courses that are there. Are you there's a one, I think there's one eight uh each whole course in the south of brazil how do how did they get there i don't know because it's in another state and they have another course there and they just did for this tournament that they just had it they had um in a private property one of the guys that play he made, he built a nine hole course and they borrow from the neighbors like their property and they built the other nine holes in the neighbor's properties but is i think it's not like a it's just a temporary course right at the end yeah the the other nine is temporary but the the actual nine is a permanent course there so we have uh, actually two courses in sao paulo state which is the colinas do piracicaba the one that i got the marco polo grant And this one in São Pedro, which is this guy named Cairo Fracassi, which is a really talented. He just won the actual Disc of Brazil 2021 tournament we just hosted. It's a really good kid and uh, really loves disc golf. And it's nice to see people that actually never got in touch with disc golf outside of Brazil. And... Uh, really making it happen too in brazil are there any other um, american courses or groups that in in uh, your area that y'all co-play i mean you obviously had you said you had the brazilian um championships i mean is there colombian championships is argentinian championships or the things like that in south america that you attend uh no but we we actually helped uh, the argentinian guys with information only and they, they actually came to brazil to play one of our tournaments in 2019 and seven and 17 too so it's really fun to see uh, people all over the world coming to play our course 
2017, we had people from Australia, Argentina, Colombia, uh, Germany. That's 2019, nice. we had uh, Finland, the, the country coordinator called Tapani Alu. He came down and he won <laughs> the tournament in 2019. He's a really good player. Yeah, we, we yeah, had people I, from, not familiar with we had the name, people from Iceland. Talking. We had there's Americans. There. In, in Finland, there's a lot of good players and uh, we, we just yeah, got a really nice crowd, you know. Yeah, that was the one where they were getting out of the way very well. Oh, so yes, was, <laughs> I, it made me. I told my wife, I want to move to Finland. It's your cold. I'm from Texas. I know, right? You're from Brazil. It's your cold. We talked about, uh, or I was, I was supposed to say something about Croatia. Is there like a championship? In Croatia, that I don't know about a world championship. Uh, yeah, Croatian is gonna host the 2022 WFDF team tournament, team worlds tournament, team worlds tournament in Croatia. Yeah, okay. you guys call WFDF? <laughs> WFDF? WFTF? WFDF. WFDF. WTF. Well, it, it, I'm the WFDF is the world. I um, I'm just blown away. I'm just amazed at uh, your involvement in, in in what you've been doing for Brazil. I had no earthly idea. We were not. We had no knowledge whatsoever. So we went into this blind. But it sounds exactly what's up our alley because we're all about. You know, a making people famous that love disc golf, and b trying to help out the community in any way we can, and uh, spreading the word of what you're trying to do is just you know just the beginning. So wow, I am very very impressed. Thank you for what you do. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Uh, do you have, thank do you have you any sponsors or anybody you want to thank before we take off tonight? Uh, yeah, I would. I would love to thank everybody who helped us since since the beginning. Like uh, TJ Cruz from San Diego with Kinetic, Kinetic Disc Golf, Ace Runners from Vancouver, the Vancouver Disc Golf Club, Daredevil, the Canadian Disc Golf Company, and uh, everybody who donated all the discs and they came to Brazil to play our courses. And you guys having us and letting us spread the world. Oh, you bet. Uh, it's our pleasure. Our pleasure. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank well, you. Thanks. Uh, we'll keep in touch. We're going to Brazil. Yes. Yes. Also, <laughs> also <laughs> pandemic, <laughs> pandemic disco. <laughs> pandemic disco. Thank you, Christine. Well, anytime you need to come down to Texas, you have you have a place to stay as well. If you want to come down here and play in Houston and our area, you come on down and you give us a call. But I'm definitely going to get in contact you with you, get some mailing address that I get from you. We'll get that offline from you as well and see what we can do with uh, maybe sliding some discs down your way if that's a simple solution to a small problem. Yes. That's, thank, thank you very much. Very appreciated. And same you, to you guys. You guys are always welcome sure. here too. You bet. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care up on that. Thank y'all. Peace. Okay.
Right. <laughs> wow. That was unexpected. I didn't see that coming whatsoever. You know, when you hear stories like that and, and they're growing a sport and really trying, I mean, I have no idea. We live in a completely different part of the, you know, the world and we're all kind of in our own little bubble and uh, what we've been bubbleized in and to see this uh, going and going global like that just kind of makes a little warmth in your heart there to see the people that put so much effort and in, in care into the things that we love too, you know. Well, and we have, you know, of course, every 15 15 minutes get to pick you know, we can go play disc golf on the course somewhere and, and these guys you know it, it's a special place because there aren't very many mm-hmm. you know and we're just overrun with people now <laughs> playing these courses these places are packed it's crazy mm-hmm. what's happening well it sounds like he has that same opportunity maybe you have that place packed as well i mean i just can't imagine not having to see how beautiful it is well once you play you know you, you're hooked Pretty much, Adriano yeah. said something like that. He said something earlier that uh, I, I threw one time and I was <laughs> I was hooked. That's pretty much how it was for me too. Um, and then I was mad that I didn't know about it before. You know, I wanted, as a kid, I wanted to grow up playing it. You know, <laughs> but it didn't happen like that. You know, but uh, and uh, Cristiani today, um, you're talking about getting your steps. These these old guys played through because I had a bunch of discs. I was like, yo, go ahead. And they were playing fast. Old guys. Yeah, too old. old <laughs> older than you, Chris. <laughs> two older gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, and so I started talking to them about disc golf. And um, the response was exactly what I'm seeing. You know, people are getting out of playing since COVID. You know, he said, I discovered it. My friend showed him. And here's the 75-year-old guy, and his buddy said, yeah, we're just getting in our steps. And he actually got out his, you know, his Fitbit or whatever. <laughs> so they were actually getting steps in. But that's that's what's great about the sport. You get your steps in in a beautiful place where there's nature, you know. Mm-hmm. that's uh, It's hard to beat a sport like that. And fellowship. I, I really enjoy the fellowship. Anything else? It's, I've always told you playing sports. I had a team-oriented thing. You're always around people, always talking, having fun, cutting up, getting to know them. To me, that's just as important as throwing that disc out in the air. Yeah. I know a lot of people during the tournament times, it's all focus and paying attention, but I'm not that type of player. And there's more of me than there are of them. And I think the fellowship is just wonderful. And we've met so many wonderful and great people because a lot of times people tell you that you never meet friends as you get older. I met more friends now that I've gotten older than I knew when I was younger. And I was in the restaurant industry and I know freaking everybody, you know, but truly friends. It's uh, it's amazing at this age to still meet such wonderful people. I mean, our team's been wonderful. We already talked about that, but we meet wonderful people outside of this this yeah. room all the time. And uh, it's on the course it's while we're playing. I know I saw the same thing. Matt and I played uh, Sunday. I saw a family of seven ranging from the ages of five to mom and dad. And they, wow. they could have used the card, but they were just throwing the disc. Didn't matter whose turn. Didn't care. They were all having a great time. And then you can see dad turn and watch everybody that was there to play the tournament. You can really see him focusing in on kind of paying attention to saying, what are these guys doing? And you could see he was really interested and they were having fun. I haven't seen that. And it's impressive to see. I really love it. I really, really love it. I had, I had one funny moment at Bear Branch uh, when I was trying to get a quick round in, which you can't do anymore, especially on the weekend. 
So I'm trying to find my way and playing around, and I finally ended up giving up. But I'm on hole 17. Decided not to play it because they're soccer kids. You know, they're all down there. Mm-hmm. And so I just walked it. And there was a guy right in the middle of the fairway, and he's on the phone. And it's like one of those shows from the 50s, you know. He's like, yeah, there's 18 baskets out there, and these kids are just throwing it. He's talking about this guy on the phone and as I'm walking by trying to play that hole. It's like, but that's where we're at. You know, he's really, he was the reporter. He's like, yeah, the 18 holes, and you just come and play – and that's what's happening. People are, are discovering that. As he funny. stands in the fairway. Yeah, he was right in the middle of the fairway. Yeah, saying? 18 old. Did we say goodnight to Christiana? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, we just need to say goodnight. I didn't know yeah. we or not. Yeah, Christiani, we, uh, I didn't say goodbye. We just sort of rambled. I'm so. sure here. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> I like I'm this story. Sure anyway, thanks for your... Um, uh, connection to Brazil, golf in Brazil, and uh, oh yeah, and for joining us. Great seeing we're gonna you. Keep, we'll talk like soon. you say, we're gonna keep in touch, and we're gonna get this done. We're gonna make the dream come true. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm in. I'm in on the dream. I, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank y'all so much for both joining. We're definitely Thank getting keep in contact. We'll have y'all back on to see what's going on later on in the year. Thank y'all. Awesome. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Wow. Bye. Incredible. I was just he feel fortunate to the people that we meet all the time, as I say. And that was just an amazing story with the bird. It's, I keep just rabbit hole with you every time. It's amazing the things you and I run into, but then the things you run into are even stranger. It's just... I'm trying to catch a bird out of a tree is how the conversation started. And then we ended up in Brazil. So uh, I, I, it's quite just uh, the, the weird kinetic energy that the Fling Show has. I mean, one thing you've always said is the organic flow of what we do. It's just all natural. It kind of comes as we build upon that, kind of like the team that we have. But um, yeah, we should have Chrissy on the, now, Matt. Do we have Chrissy and Meredith on our own camera and everything? So you got your own camera as well. Um, but uh, before we go, I just kind of want to see what your thoughts are on the weekend and what's going to be coming forward because you and I talked about your huge calendar moving forward. And I know Lisa said the same thing. Uh, so what are you looking forward to coming up? Well, I've got two weeks before Victoria. Um, so <laughs> and looking forward to that. I've never played it. Um, yeah. And funny thing, I was at River Plantation uh, throwing shots. That's where I've been practicing lately and ran into this guy, Mike. And he's like, what do you got coming up? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the uh, Victoria. I've never played it. He's like, oh, I have a house there. You can stay with me. I'm great. <laughs> so I was wondering, I actually was kind of curious how what I was going to do. I mean, because you have to stay there. You can't make the drive back. It's like, what, two and a half hours, three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a hook. Mm-hmm. So anyway, thanks, Mike. That's, that's great. So that's coming up and mainly just working on that. Um, we had kind of come up with the dates, I think, uh, for yeah. our first event that we're going to be throwing. Yes. Um, the Lucky Ace Fling Race. race. Yeah. Lucky Ace Fling Race. Wish that, da, 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 da. We hey, just we some more information. I had a great meeting with Jay. I love Jay. Jay is awesome. Uh, he is offered to team up with us again. 
at uh, Woods Edge Church for Mr. Tim Martin, the course which is named after that gentleman. But we're going to be doing a, a, um, a ace race again to help raise money for new baskets and new tea boxes at the church. Um, hopefully, uh, Hemi's vision yeah. of a pitch and putt course is going to be finally envisioned as we move forward with this event as well. It looks like that we're going to be doing it in February. I don't want to say the exact date unless Hemi can remember because I can't, but I will be making an announcement about that for everyone to look at because we have looked at the calendar um, and we can't wait. Once again, it's going to be done the exact same uh, way as we did last time. It was a great time. Wonderful participation. We were able to raise almost $1,300 with the help of Justin Ellsworth. Yeah, so we're Justin helped a lot. Thank yeah, you, Justin. Justin helped a lot. As Again, so we're hoping to maybe build some more sponsorships that way to hopefully get some more money uh, to get that event started. So that's going to be our first event of the year. And then we have also decided that we're going to have to see what the ladies are thinking, the old guys are thinking, and the 16 and unders are thinking. But our first match play is going to be in the month one of, of those, March. One of those three, probably. So you're up next in our match ladies, play. Probably ladies. Every shot, every hole, every round live on the Fling Show. Y'all know that. So look forward to that in March. I'll be, we'll be releasing that. It's just depending on the group that's going to be participating. Uh, mm. So y'all know how that all works out as well. Um, so those are things that we're going to be doing. The ace race, the match play, and in between them, we're going to be filming Texas State Dubs. Mr. MLP Productions, along with Lucky Acer, we're going to be doing that. And I know we'll be getting more filming in the Victoria Open and in any of the events that our, our uh, members here at the Fling Show are participating in to get y'all live coverage of that as well. So, Meredith, what you got going on before we leave tonight? Well, um, super excited. Uh, we have our Chick Station Chains are going to be having a women's global event coming up. So stay tuned for those details. And the league will be starting up end of March That's to make good. sure that we have a... You know, plenty of time and plenty of sunlight. So, Chrissy, uh, do you have anything going on in your area you want to talk about? Um, well, like Lisa mentioned earlier, she has another clinic slash um, kind of flex start mini coming up on Tuesday, I think is what she said. Um, I'm kind of with Hemi, though, kind of not just kind of laying low this weekend um, and then gearing up for Victoria the following weekend. And then um, I'll be joining you guys live from Las Vegas um, uh, the week of the 22nd. So I can't wait for that. So, yeah, the 2021 season is, is – it's here. Get your, the show get on your, the road. Get your wind That's game. right. Right on. Woo-hoo. Isn't, it, isn't it always windy out there? I don't know. This is my first time. But if so, I got good practice at Sugarland this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You got a little taste. Put more stable discs in the bag. That's my pro tip for for windy days. Windy days. (laughs) Hey, once I was warming up at a um, Kansas City wide open, and it was Rico Bambo. uh, Rico, I can't remember his last name. He eventually won the tournament. The wind blew. Up to forty miles per hour every day is a three day tournament, oh. and we're warming up on this basket, and he's just popping them in to upside down AVRs. So you might oh. consider an <laughs> upside down shot. I guess I'll add that to my uh, putting practice lineup. Yeah, and he won that weekend. So and a thumber. Nice. Yeah, a thumber. And yeah. a thumber. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's all my- I got, you guys. All right. Well, thanks again. Hey, great job Appreciate tonight bringing Lisa on. Appreciate that so much. 
Uh, I know you know we know that you wish you had won this weekend, but uh, Lisa also brought it home for the Austin area, which is just another wonderful thing as well for you for you ladies. Congratulations, well represented yeah. as well, and uh, on to the next one. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, we'll see you at Victoria. Oh, yeah, yeah right, I can't see. wait. And I'm with you, uh, Hammy. I've never played it either, so we'll uh, yeah, we'll be in it together. We'll have to do get it sided in. Maybe hey, I'll run into I'm, you. I'm gonna be playing it blind. I don't even get a chance to like go the day before. So, oh, all of us are same. <laughs> We're all same. in the same boat. Y'all gonna play with blinders? No, go time. team fling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? Y'all gonna win anyway. I got faith. Yeah. Well, man, thank y'all so much. We're a wonderful show tonight. We're an incredible event. The fling show just keeps getting bigger and bigger. International, who would have ever thought it? I would have never thought this eight months ago that we'd be going international. That is for sure. And now we're going to Vegas. It's amazing uh, how, how these things are happening. Uh, and I mean that as a team because I look at us as a team and I take just as much pride in what y'all do as what I do. So if y'all are going, I feel like I'm going, whether I'm there, I'm there in spirit. And, uh, you know, we're always going to be uh, putting y'all forward and making sure that people know what y'all are doing. But until yeah. next time, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. It's nothing without you guys. We appreciate y'all. And as Henry always likes to say, before we leave, be good to each other. And peace. Play. Play disco. Play disco. <laughs> I forgot. I got so many sayings. But that's the best <laughs> one. Play this golf. I like the peace one, though. Thank y'all. Y'all yeah. good night. Peace. Peace. Be kind. Hey, everybody. Good night.